Leaning Toward Wisdom, the podcast, Modern Tales of an Ancient Pursuit. The website is leaningtowardwisdom.com. Let's catch up. Let's talk about the Yellow Studio version 3.0. We are at the last day of March. That would be March 31, the year 2023. Friday afternoon here in the big city, Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas, is where I'm hailing from. Hope all is well with you and yours. I've been absent for a couple of weeks uh, due to just a whole lot going on, none of the least of which was a computer breakdown. Well, to be more accurate, a computer failure. It happens when it's a 10-year-old computer, so I can't gripe too much. Macintosh computers are worth the money, but very expensive. I have been a Mac user since 1984. I go into the Apple store to pick this new computer up, and the young lady who is assisting me inquires, is this your first Apple? I'm like, no, I bought the very first Macintosh back in 1984. And she says, oh, the year I was born. (laughs) Yeah, talk about making a guy feel old. But uh, the new computer obviously is up and running, or I would not be recording today. Uh, The old iMac finally gave up the ghost, began to have some issues. Uh, Thankfully, I backed things up eight ways to Sunday. So I enter the Apple store to pick up my new computer, a new MacBook Pro 14-inch Super nice, uh, but given the price tag, it should be. It should be extraordinarily nice, and it is. Uh, Really amazing that that kind of processing power can be in such a small, compact package. Good to be back in the laptop world. I have been out of the laptop world for probably eight years, give or take, so it's going to be nice to have something I can take with me. Uh, You are listening to the... Maiden Voyage of the Yellow Studio, version 3.0. And if I sound different, it's because, well, I am. I'm in a different place. I'm, I've got a little bit of a different setup in that I've got a different microphone than you have been listening to for the last couple of years. A different computer, same software, basically the same signal chain for those of you that care and most of you don't so it, it it's a moot point uh the sound is plenty good i am in a very untreated room and that probably is the most obvious difference but uh, who cares you don't care so let's talk about version 3.0 and most appropriately let's talk about whatever version you may be working on in in any area of your life. I think our lives are these versions, aren't they? And the first version usually is not, it's not the most ideal version. Although I will tell you that version 1.0, the yellow studio was, was pretty spectacularly good. Uh, but it was good because I had done a boatload of preparation before I launched 
And it was also good because it was very hardware-based. And the reason that it was good is because I was willing and able to devote sufficient funds to purchase said hardware and make it that way. But come on, the magic of the Yellow Studio is really not about any of that. All of that's important, and I can kind of geek out on it. But the power of the Yellow Studio is the people who, like you, the people who put the content in your ears. However you do that, wherever you do that. That really is the power of the Yellow Studio. The power of the Yellow Studio, for me, especially with this project, Leaning Toward Wisdom, is about us congregating around, focusing on how can we behave every day with increasing wisdom. Can we be better today than we were yesterday? My personal conviction and belief is the answer is yes, we can. Do we? No, not always. But we can if we make up our mind to do it. And if it becomes important enough to us, we can. Can we discipline ourselves? Can we have the responsibility? Can we have the accountability? Can we, can we step up our game? The answer for me is always going to be yes. And it's not going to be yes just because it's me. It's going to be yes when it's anybody else. I think we are all capable of better. Had lunch today with my son, who thankfully invited me along with kind of an old buddy of mine and my sons who happens to be a preacher. And it was, it was a very big part of the conversation. Big part of the lunch conversation was just the change in society, the change in culture, uh, the, the softness, the unwillingness to suffer, the unwillingness to sacrifice, the unwillingness to, to pay a price, the unwillingness to be uncomfortable because it potentially can pay big dividends down the road. And I don't know that we didn't solve any of the world's problems. I don't even know that we even more accurately pinpointed or described the problems, but we did acknowledge them and we acknowledged the impact that they had on our own personal lives. And I don't know for us, I think the conclusion was we've got to do what we've got to do. And so for me, the yellow studio version 3.0 is a means to an end to get to the yellow studio version 4.0. Let's use that as the metaphor for your life, for whatever it is you're going through. And you could be going through what Rhonda and I have gone through in recent months, and that is the pursuit, the chasing of a dream. You could be going through something far worse. You could be going through some health challenge, some financial challenge, some career challenge, some relationship challenge, some kind of a life struggle that is fraught with much more pain and suffering than the pursuit of a dream. Although I would argue that pursuing dreams, it's arduous and it involves a degree of suffering, but it's a different kind of suffering. You know, the suffering that 
a competitor endures in order to win the prize is very different than the suffering that goes on when somebody may be fighting for their life, when someone may be enduring some incredible, painful, sorrow-filled health challenge. It's suffering, but it's different. It's different. And it's not lost on me that all of us are going through something, and the something that we're going through, while it may be similar it may not necessarily be at all the same. So whatever you're going through, I want you to internalize, as I'm sure you always do, because it's just human nature. We listen to things, and we hear things, and we see things, and we even read stories. And the context in which we frame those stories is largely our own life. It's that proverbial cliche that we're all listening to w-i-i-f-m what's in it for me and while that sounds incredibly selfish i don't think for our purposes in this conversation today i don't think so i think it's perfectly reasonable for us to figure out okay what can i learn what can i distill how can i apply some of these things that i'm hearing and that i'm seeing to my situation how can these things help me become better how can these things help me grow and improve my own wisdom. So there's the context. And by the way, that's always the context. I want you to always be self-centered enough to frame the content here in a way that hopefully can be suitable, meaningful, helpful for you. So the Yellow Studio 3.0 was really born from an idea a little over a year ago when we knew that there would be this period of transition provided we were able to chase our dream and have our dream work out in a timeline that we most wanted. And it turns out that we could, that we could make this timeline that we most wanted to work out. And that timeline mostly focused on the sell of a house that we had lived in for 25 years. And we sold the house and closed on the house and knew that, okay, the next step for us is not going to be necessarily the permanent step, but it's going to be a step in the right direction. You likely have experienced this already in your life, these transition kinds of things. Whether it's for us, it was was very geographically located. It was a specific place. It was a specific area, specific city. And we knew, okay, well, Once we leave this house that we have lived in for 25 years, where are we going to go? Now, real estate people today will tell you, even even in today's economy, that if if you have a piece of property, if you own a home, and especially if you own a home that's kind of in a desirable neighborhood, number one, you better know where you're going to go. Now, it was really that way a year and a half ago when the market was just completely nuts. And you could put a house on the market, and within hours, you probably had multiple offers above asking. Okay, well, we're, we're past that. And the reason I know we're past that is because we sold our house. And we, just, we don't tend to do things in real estate. We don't tend to do things at the peak of the market. Well, we don't sell at the peak of the market. We tend to buy at the peak of the market, and we tend to sell when the market, the bottom drops out. I've told you that before, so I'm not the person to listen to when it comes to advice on real estate. 
Um, but even in today's market, at least here in the DFW area, if you are in a, a desirable area, your home isn't likely going to be on the market for you know some insane period of time. You're probably not looking at months. You're probably looking at weeks. And so it makes sense that you would have to kind of plan ahead and figure out, okay, well, what's the next step going to be? It could be that the next step is kind of the permanent step. Uh, I've talked to people recently who sold houses and the goal was they they've got this piece of property and they want to build on that property. Or there's some particular house that they want and they've made an offer on that house and it got accepted contingent on them selling their existing home. So they know what the next step is. They've got it mapped out and that next step is the step. We were not in a situation like that. And maybe your situation in life is not like that. Maybe you don't even know what the next step is. Maybe you think you know, but you really, you just kind of need some time to sort through this and to figure this out. And we didn't need, well, I started to say we didn't really need time to figure it out, but that's not fair because, come on, you always need time to figure it out. We did need a little bit more time to figure it out, but we kind of sort of had it figured out. We just, there were just some milestones that we needed to hit before we could really get on with it. And it so happened that that, those milestones, you know, we were nine months to a year away from hitting those milestones. And so, okay, what are you going to do for that nine to 12 months? Well, we figured that out We we know where we're going to go. We know where we're going to live and how we're going to live for the next 12 months or so. And that's Yellow Studio 3.0. That's where I am right now today. Not the end-all, be-all. Not where the Yellow Studio 4.0 will be. And so before I ever shut down the Yellow Studio 2.0, I already knew kind of sort of what I wanted Yellow Studio 4.0 to be. Do you, do you work ahead like that? Are you... Are you impulsive? Do you just kind of go with the flow and put one foot in front of the other and just figure that out as you go? And I'm not criticizing. I'm just asking. Or are you like me? I'm an opportunist, and I'm a dreamer, and I'm always, I'm always looking for the opportunity to say yes to because I can very quickly decide no is really quick and easy for me. I can look at something, and in my gut I can know, no, it's just no, uh-uh. For me, just just not not right, just not the right fit, not the right time, whatever. Now, figuring out what to say yes to, that can be a little more daunting. That can take a little more time and be a little more difficult. But I enjoy the anticipation. I enjoy planning. I've talked about this before, but I think it's important for us to know ourselves well enough to know kind of how we naturally kind of go, our default behavior, if you please. For me, the default behavior is it, it, I don't have to know everything. I don't, every I doesn't have to be dotted, every T crossed. But I at least kind of sort of need to know the direction because I really enjoy planning. I enjoy the process of, of getting there. I want to get there, don't get me wrong, but there's nothing wrong with a, a decent amount of planning and preparing 
and dreaming about it. Because what I have found in my own life is the iteration of these ideas, even in my head before they ever become reality, the iteration in my head makes the outcome way better, just way, way better. Rhonda and I were standing where the Yellow Studio 4.0 will eventually be. And we're looking at some of her space, her sewing space, and we're trying to figure out, okay, you've got this here and you've got that there, and okay, well, what if we turned this this way? And, you know, you've done that. You go into some new space and you're trying to figure out how to arrange the furniture kind of a thing. And we're brainstorming. And I'm coming at it completely from the vantage point of somebody who obviously does not sew and does not occupy a sewing room because the yellow studio is kind of my domain. But I'm like, well, you could do this and you could do that. And here's some other things. And some of those things resonated and some of those things did not. But between the two of us bantering about this and talking about this and thinking about this and working with a tape measure and whatnot, we were we were able to come up with some some pretty clever and innovative ideas that I could I looked at her and I could see that she was getting you know she was getting kind of excited at the thought of well yeah I could you know I could better utilize this space this way and we could do this and we could do that and these were not things these ideas which are not even yet reality but these ideas had not even been in our head 30 minutes before. I like that process. I enjoy that process. For me, that, that's a big part of the game. Now, I, I have friends that it, it doesn't work that way. And I'm not trying to impose the way I do things on anybody else any more than I would want them to impose the way they do things on me. I think we just kind of have to gravitate to who and what we are. However, having said that, I can have an appreciation for somebody who may have a different approach than me. I don't want somebody overriding. I, for instance, I don't want Rhonda. I love her. She means everything to me. But she's not directing how the Yellow Studio 4.0 is going to be because it's not her domain. Well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to make that imposition on her because, come on, this sewing space and stuff, that's not in my domain. It's her domain. Got ideas. I'm not imposing those ideas, but I'm. here's how I'm phrasing it all. You know, you could. You could do this. You could do that. And here's what that would do for you. And then she can come back and go, well, yeah, I could do that. But, and then she can insert some knowledgeable thing that I didn't had no awareness of at all and show me why okay it seems like that would be a good idea but here's why that might not be a good idea and then other times I could say something and she's like yeah yeah that would that would absolutely work so that outside perspective is valuable and I would encourage you especially especially with people that you love and people that you like people that you respect, people that you know have your back to solicit that kind of feedback. We need people that we can kind of brainstorm this stuff with as we are trying to iterate our way toward what we most want, the thing that I continue to call our ideal outcome. 
as we are in pursuit of our ideal outcome, I have found nothing, absolutely nothing that will trump collaboration with somebody that we know has our best interest at heart. Now, all bets are off if the person trying to tell you what you ought to do is just coming at it with full judgment because they just think they're the smartest person in the room. Uh, you do what you want. Me, I run from those people. I, I, don't, I don't even want those people in my life. And I'm very serious about it. I don't want, I don't want to give them any room at all in my life because it's all about them. It's not about what may be best for me. And I don't mean that in a self-serving selfish way. I mean that in a way, if you want to pursue wisdom, if you want to lean toward wisdom, if you want to pursue growth in your life and you want to become the best person that you can be, you are not going to be served by somebody who is only made to feel better because they are able to tear you down. Sorry, just ain't going to work. Now you do what you want. It's your life. Me, I choose to have people around me who are capable, willing, and able to tell me things that I need to hear, even if they're not things that are pleasant to hear even if they're not things that I necessarily want to hear. So there's that. Uh, the Yellow Studio 3.0, again, this, is, this will be a version of the Yellow Studio that I suspect will exist for 8 to 12 months. And I'll go into uh, more detail as time goes by. It's still kind of a little bit of a work in progress. Uh, I did purchase a brand new Rodecaster Pro 2 and had problems with it. I, I love Rode and I own a number of things. I can tell you the biggest improvement in the Elder Studio 3.0 is this Rode arm, uh, the PS1 Plus. It's ridiculously good. It's right. I'd forgotten how good boom arms can be. I'd had the Heil arms for 20 years and they were, they're great arms and Heil is a great company. They were just, they were long in the tooth and squeaky and this thing's drop dead quiet. And it's awesome. Uh, the roadcaster pro, not so much. It was, it had noisy output stage. I, I don't know. Even if even playing music, uh, through it, it was noisy. So I knew something was amiss because I put the Rodecaster, the original, which is what you're listening to now. I put that in the same exact signal chain and was like, well, this is, this is thing is drop dead quiet. So I knew there was something wrong with the unit. Uh, Sweetwater sound. I got to give a shout out to the, uh, the guys and gals at Sweetwater sound up in Indiana. It's a great company. I anymore, I buy virtually everything that has to do with audio video from them. Uh, and I can't recommend them highly enough. Uh, they jumped all over it. I will have a replacement hopefully sometime in mid April and I will send the other unit back as pardon me. I'm getting text messages. I was wishing somebody a happy birthday and, uh, he's responding back. So sorry. Didn't take my phone off of, uh, off of tone mode, ring mode, whatever. Um, so 
that's going to be a big change in the Yellow Studio. You are listening to the Rode Pod mic on the original Rodecaster Pro. So that's what you're listening to. And the reason that you're listening to that is because the pod mic happens to be the only dynamic mic I own now. All the other microphones that I own are condenser microphones, and I don't happen to be in a space that I I just don't. This is probably not a really condenser microphone-friendly space. I'm in a much bigger room because I'm in kind of the main room uh, where we're currently living. And, uh, you know, the floors are hard. There's no carpeting. There's I'm not surrounded by, you know, by books or anything that would really absorb sound. So I decided, yeah, I need to go, I need to do the dynamic mic thing. And since the pod mic is the only dynamic mic that I own, you're listening to that. I've got a couple of new Elgato. I think they're, what are they called? They're air is in the name. And uh, I guess the reason air is in the name is because if you do not have them on Wi-Fi and you don't have the app on your phone, well, I don't know that you could even use them. I don't think you could. <laughs> you got to have now with the app, they'll do all kinds of cool trick things. Uh, there's I bought a pair of them. These are desk type video lamps uh, or lighting uh, for video which I've never had before. And I, I'm scared that the lighting is, I, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm scared I'm really going to need to slather on makeup, even for Zoom calls. <laughs> no, I'm not that vain. I really don't care. They're very, very cool. And uh, the intensity, I mean, man, 5%, and they seem like, okay, well, that's, that's plenty bright. Uh, the biggest addition the most expensive addition to the old studio 3.0 is the new laptop computer. So, uh, the Apple iMac almost 10 years old now, uh, dead gone. It will be buried here in a couple of weeks when, uh, I can take it to a, uh, a local electrical or electronics trash heap retrieval. Um, the hard drive crashed, so there's nothing on it. The startup drive was an external drive, which I have since repurposed, but got it up and running. Uh, this is the new M2 uh, Apple MacBook Pro, 14-inch, 32 gig of RAM, and a 2-terabyte hard drive. I got the middle-of-the-road processor. I can't tell you any more than that because don't know, don't really care. Um, stupid money, but... I did get it through uh, the Apple, basically 12 months, same as cash kind of a thing. Oh, why wouldn't you? You know, the Apple uh, products, I was telling somebody just yesterday, I mean, if you amortize it out over a 10-year period, as I historically do, okay, it's you're not spending really stupid money. Now, if you're going to go buy a new one every every time they come out with a new one, yeah, you're going to be spending stupid money. But I don't do that. Uh, I wear them out. I wear them out. I am now going to begin to uh, more seriously replace some of these hard drives. I've got external hard drives. The good news is I've got data backed up on, well, three, four ways. One, I've got it backed up to the cloud thanks to Backblaze. 
I've also got it backed up to a hard drive, which is backed up then to an SSD drive. In addition, I have got another hard drive that is backed up using Apple's Time Machine technology, which is super cool technology. It's been around for a long time. It's tried and true and works like a champ. So I'm backed up, as they say, eight ways to Sunday, which is a good thing. And uh, so I don't have any real fears there. I'm working with a new desk, which I love. I can't recommend these highly enough. Why these are not more popular with just typical working folks like me, I don't really understand. Uh, from Home Depot, made by Husky, uh, it's a workbench. It's a crank. You can crank it up to standing desk or you can crank it down to sitting desk. Okay, no, it's not slick and cool and electronic. and all. It's just, okay, well, you don't have that to break. Uh, and 320 bucks. It's on casters. It's 52 inches wide. It's, I don't know what it is, 24, 30 inches deep. Uh, plenty big enough. For the first time ever, I have got two monitor arms. I've never had a monitor arm. Can you believe this? With all the computers that I've, I've used and been around, I've just never had. I have got an LG 29-inch widescreen, which it's going to take some getting used to. It's it's really nice, and it's really space-conscious. It's a lot of screen real estate that doesn't take up a huge footprint. And alongside, I've got a, an inexpensive Spectre 24-inch that has my Messenger-type apps, you know, and email and that kind of stuff. And then the LG is the main screen. And then, of course, you've got the screen on the MacBook Pro itself. The other huge, huge thing is the HD FaceTime camera and the laptops. I've, I've long wondered, why in the world doesn't somebody put a really good webcam in a laptop? Uh, well, thanks to Apple, they have. It's ridiculously good. Even, even me, even I look good on this camera. I did a, a brief Zoom re recording uh, before I hit record on this and just to see. And I was like, man, that looks pretty stinking. That looks pretty stinking awesome. Uh, if the subject matter were more handsome, then it would really look good. So got that going for me. Still using Twisted Wave, still recording direct to hard drive on the computer. And uh, we'll see when the new Roadcaster Pro 2 arrives uh, that is working properly. Uh, then I'll, I'll have more to say. Uh I'm looking around here hard hardware wise that's that's the big that's the big difference. I'm hoping to make some changes to the content. I'm hoping to try to make the content even more valuable. Uh, I'm I'm not second guessing things, but I'm again, I'm iterating. And when you take on a version 3.0, why wouldn't you? So let's not get stuck with whatever got us here. Let's try to figure out where we want to go and let's figure out, okay, what might we need to change? What might we need to improve to make things even better? I want to make this podcast even more engaging for you, but for myself. And so let's see if we can't work together and figure some things out. And hopefully, 
hopefully I will be able to make leaning toward wisdom, modern tales of an ancient pursuit, be even more applicable applicable for you because come on that's the goal are you not in the facebook group go to the website leaningtowardwisdom.com there is a facebook icon there somewhere surely there is and click on that and it will take you to the group i think there's one question super easy to answer you've heard me mention it over and over and over in today's show answer that question and I will let you in. We're coming up on April, and it's going to be a busy, busy, busy month. Got a bunch of personal stuff and a bunch of professional stuff happening in the month of April. I'm going to be doing some speaking in the month of April. I'm thankful for those opportunities. I don't solicit those, but when they come up, uh, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to say yes. Most of the time, not all the time. So I got some of those things coming up, uh, some speeches and presentations on leadership. I'm always pleased to spread that gospel on how proper leadership can work to serve others. You can find more about that if you want over at growgreat.com, a work that I do with a co-host, Lisa Norris. So Lisa and I've got a busy month ahead. So professionally got a lot going on. Personally, got a lot going on. Uh, looking forward to it. Here in this part of the country, it's springtime, so it's tornado season. That's not a good thing, but it's something that if you're from this part of the country or you've lived here as long as I have, like all your life, you just get accustomed to it. So far, so good. We have endured a lot of rain and a lot of wind and even some tornadoes in the recent months, and hopefully it will be a safe spring for everyone. Allergy season, that's hit most folks around here. Thankfully, I don't suffer from that, but I got grandkids who do, and it's not fun watching grandkids who look like they've been crying all day. It happens. All right, that's it. That's all she wrote. My name is Randy Cantrell. Did I tell you that up front? I don't think I did. If you're new to the show, welcome. I'm glad you stayed this whole time. LeaningTowardWisdom.com. Subscribe. Tell a friend. Join the Facebook group. Yeah, I know. Too many calls to action. I don't care. Pick one. Do one. Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. That's where I'm at. Where are you at? Drop me an email. Let me know. Greetings and welcome. Inside the Yellow Studio 3.0.